Today's show is brought to you by BarkBox.com. Get one free extra month of BarkBox at GetBarkBox.com slash profit. Now it's time to get profitable. This is the Personal Profitability Podcast with Eric Rosenberg. Hey there, profiteers. Welcome back for Personal Profitability Podcast, episode number 97, only three away from the big 100. Now, today we are going to talk about a very important personal finance topic, 401ks. Today's guest is an expert in all things 401ks. He has a long career in investments and knows retirement inside and out. And it's something that so many people just don't put enough effort into. You know, if you save about, let's say, 15, 20% of your gross pay automatically in a 401k or a 401k and IRA combination, you will be doing you're doing the right things to stay on track to live the same lifestyle in retirement. If you're saving anything less, if you, especially if you're under 10%, odds are when you get to retirement, you might not have enough money to keep living the way you are today. And that's a you know, mind-blowing concept, especially as so many baby boomers are getting into retirement. For me, that means my parents are nearing retirement age. A lot of my friends' parents are nearing retirement age. And if they are like the average savers in the United States, they, you know, they'll struggle. They'll have a hard time. Yeah, we can count on Social Security, but we can't count on it for everything, which is why 401ks are so important. So enough for me. We'll get into this interview in just one minute right after this. Longtime listeners probably have heard from special guests Yogi and Tribble. Yes, I'm talking about my dogs that bark in the background sometimes, but even though they might speak up when I don't want to hear them on the podcast, they're still part of the family, just like the rest of us. So for my dogs, I want to give them the best treats. And that's what BarkBox is all about. For humans, BarkBox is a delivery of four to six natural treats and super fun toys curated around a surprise theme each month. For dogs, BarkBox is like the joy of a million belly scratches. If you want to get one free month, head to getbarkbox.com profit and see what your dog might enjoy. You might have a little fun with it too. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am here with the man of the hour, Chris Costello. Are you ready to get profitable? Let's do this. <laughs> awesome. So you are a certified financial planner. You are a retirement expert. How did this all get started? What sparked your love for 401ks? First of all, thank you for having me on. And number one and number two, thank you for asking me the single most favorite question of mine in terms of the ones I like to answer. So um, <laughs> if, I, if I go too long, throw something at me or cut me off or whatever. This actually starts over 20 years ago. I've been in the financial services business since the moment I got out of college in 1995. I started way back when, when they used to call people stockbrokers. You know, fortunately, we don't use that term anymore. And, you know, but again, this was back in the mid 1990s. And from there, I kind of evolved into more of a traditional wealth advisor, financial advisor. In the late 90s, I also partnered up with one of the other co-founders of Bloom, uh, Kevin Connard. And the two of us at that time were working for one of the big Wall Street-based wirehouse brokerage firms. Um, it's since changed name a couple times, as a lot of them have, through acquisitions. And then 
Kevin and I were always very fiercely entrepreneurial and independent and, and knew that we wanted to at some point start our own business. And and then in 2004, he and I broke away from those firms and, and, and started our own, what I now refer to as a brick and mortar wealth management firm. And we were very, I like to think we were very good um, in our market, the greater Kansas City area with helping people make the transition from work life uh, into retirement. And so a lot of our clients at that time were, you know, age 55 to 65 and kind of within spitting distance, if you will, uh, of retirement. And, you know, Kevin and I were, were fairly successful in, in that area. And so as a lot of financial advisors get more experience and credentials and a little bit longer in the tooth, what a lot of advisors do is they start to raise the minimum account size of which they're basically willing to help. And, and towards the end of that chapter of my life, Basically, if you didn't have at least a million dollars of investable assets, um, I probably wasn't going to take the time to sit down with you and help you. And uh, that was great for our business, but it nagged at me from a personal standpoint in that my own mom and dad, the people that raised me, technically didn't have anywhere near enough money to, to, to effectively qualify and that's the right word, to be a client of the firm that I owned and started. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't want people to think I'm an a-hole. I, I, <laughs> I, was, I, I was helping. They were my clients. But, but had it not been for being me in the business, they, wouldn't have, they didn't have anywhere near enough wealth to gain access to a professional advisor who would take the time to sit down with them. And that element, coupled with the fact that for almost 20 years, I repeatedly got asked questions from my next door neighbor, friends of mine, old college acquaintances, people I'd meet at a kid's soccer game. I get asked all the time questions. They go something like this. Hey, I've got this thing. I think they call it a 40K1 or something. <laughs> and and I, I, you know, I think there's money coming out of my paycheck and I think it's going into this account. I'm not sure if my employer is managing that for me. I'm not sure if like Fidelity is managing that for me. I'm just wondering like if I've got if I'm doing the right thing and they asked me to take a look at their account form once they found out I was an advisor, I said, "Sure, send me a copy of your statement. I'd be happy to take a look at it and give you my my advice on it." And it felt like it seemed like 80 or 90% of the time, man, I'd get the copy of their statement and it was just like a garbled mess of just no rhyme or reason, no strategy, high fee funds, you know, no proper diversification, the wrong mix of stocks and bonds. And again, these are people like I, I'd like to believe that my circle of friends and colleagues were, you know, a lot of them are were doing really, really well in life and successful in their careers and college graduates and, you know, from all walks of life. And, and it didn't it just didn't matter. Like I just kept seeing these people my age, you know, at the time I was in, you know, all the way from my 20s through my 30s into my early 40s, like like these people screwing up what was oftentimes their single biggest asset, uh, certainly their biggest investment account, sometimes their biggest asset in their entire life was their 401k. Well, at least they're no, they didn't come up to you and say, should I put my whole 401k in Bitcoin? <laughs> yes. Well, we, we, unfortunately, we get those questions now. I didn't get those back then. This was back before. Yeah, even, this is Bitcoin a newer was, was even a glimmer in the eye of uh, uh, the gentleman that started that. So, yeah, but, well, um, I, can, I can actually relate to a lot of that. I just got some financial statements from my mom who has had money that's been managed by uh, out of state financial manager that my uncles have been dealing with my whole life. 
but I'm the one with the finance education in the family. And I finally got a hold of these statements. And I was like, holy cow, we need to stop paying all these fees. Like you, you're buying these investment managers, new Porsches and Ferraris. We should be buying those for my mom, not for them. Exactly. Yeah, we're, we're actually keeping tabs at Bloom on how many million dollar yachts we are keeping out of the hands of Wall Street. And we're, we're up to over 800 right now. And, and we measure that by the cumulative amount of fee savings that Bloom's clients have realized, basically, or will realize over their working lives, I think the numbers, it's approaching a billion dollars now. And and, that's, and the problem is, is that most people either have no clue what they're paying or they're inaccurate about what they're paying. A lot of people think that they're not paying anything inside their 401k. Um, and that's absolutely not the case. There's always hidden charges inside of these mutual funds and investments in the 401k. And this is your money. This is your savings. But unfortunately, the deck has been stacked against people and it's really hard. It almost requires a PhD in finance to be able to sit down and actually figure out what you are paying in fees and could you be lowering your fees? And that's a big part of the, the value proposition that, that Bloom has done is that our software and our technology within a couple of minutes can go into someone's 401k and tell you very clearly, you know, are you paying high fees or could your fees be lowered? Are there other options that could get you a good allocation, but yet cost you a fraction of what you're paying right now? And that's the type of thing that Bloom is doing for our clients every single day. When you have a new client come in or with you know, little investment knowledge, you know, the typical average person, what is the biggest issue you think they need to tackle first? Is it usually the fees? Is it the investment selection? Is it something I, I didn't just say? What's the biggest problem, number one, to solve? I almost hate to pick which of the two. Because... I'll let you pick two. <laughs> well, yeah, the, the two would be, I think most people have the the... <sighs> I want to be careful how I say that the if I say the wrong allocation because there's no such thing as like there's no one right allocation, but there are definitely times where people get it wrong. I'll give you an extreme example. If you're 32 years old and you want to retire at 60, so you've got almost three decades to grow this money, it is very clear that you should not have half of your portfolio in bonds and cash, something very conservative. A lot of people don't know that they've got half their portfolio on that, but that that is that's robbing serious growth from your portfolio given that kind of time horizon. And then equally is this whole fee situation, the disparity between high fee actively managed funds and low fee index funds. And fortunately, Today, and, and, and it seems like as, as the time goes by, more and more 401k plans have included low-cost index funds as a choice. And so it's getting a little bit easier for Bloom to be able to go in and, and make a material difference uh, in terms of the fee savings and you know taking people out of high-fee funds and into these lower-cost index funds. So I'd say, to answer your question, a combination between having the wrong stock-to-bond mix um, or an inappropriate stock-to-bond mix given their time frame to retirement and paying more fees than they really should be. Yeah, I remember when I graduated college with, with a finance degree. Now I have two of them. When I got the first one, I went and got my first job and sat down for my first you know, 401k setup at my big company. And it was like a foreign language and I had a finance degree. Yeah, so I can imagine yeah. what people who have a degree that isn't from a business school think when they see that for the first time. So you know, when 
And also, I remember my investment options were very limited. And as you point out, many very high fee. And my last job that I left, um, which was about a year and a half ago there, I had more investment options, more lower fee stuff. So over that decade, I definitely in my career saw some improvement from what I got from various employers. So that's, I'd say, a good trend. And some of that's good. But but the other thing, the other trend that's happening too simultaneously is at some point, Americans thought that like Americans were owed tons of choice, which is why, you know, if you go to Costco on Saturday, it's jam packed. And, you know, and you you go to Costco or you go to Walmart or grocery store and you've got like 58 different flavors of mustard you can pick from and 192 different boxes of cereal flavors you can pick from at some point. Somebody thought that Americans needed a ton of choices inside their 401k, and that has done nothing but hurt investors because analysis paralysis. Totally, (laughs) totally. And so, you know, kind of bring this full circle back to, you know, what you asked me at the top of the the show about, you know, what what was your background? And and I think I want to like make sure it's very clear, like why, why Kevin, Randy and I basically decided, you know, at around age 40, when we all had very comfortable lives and careers, why we wanted to start down this path five years ago of trying to build this new company this to, to build Bloom was basically because we wanted to build a solution and we know we needed technology to do it so we could reach a big number of people that would help somebody that previously didn't have enough money to get help. They didn't have enough money to get in my door. People like my mom and dad, people like my sister Annie who graduated valedictorian of a huge high school class but knows really nothing and isn't comfortable at all about how to invest or 401k. We wanted to build a solution for those people. The people out there that weren't wealthy, that didn't have financial advisors beating the path down to their door, and the people that were just flat out, I don't want to spend the time either because I don't have the time to do this or I just don't have any interest in this. I know it's important. I know it's important. I know I'm going to need this to retire, but I just, if I'm being honest with myself, I'm probably just not going to take the time to be good at this. We don't resonate with people that have got tons of commas in their account balance that have got, you know, help from wealth advisors and estate attorneys and all those things. And we don't resonate necessarily, although we've got some clients with multi-million dollar accounts, and we also don't resonate generally with people that are, you know, day trading their accounts and, you know, or at home at night researching, you know, stuff online because they want to be better investors. I mean, those people are generally comfortable doing it themselves. We want to help the people that are smaller account balances and or the folks that are just like, hey, I see the value of having a professional professional. Thank goodness there's finally a choice out there and somebody will take the time to help me with all this. Yeah, I love that. You know, so speaking of day trading, you know, the market has been on a rip-roaring amazing path for the last few months, even the last year. And then recently we've seen some big volatility. How do you think most investors in in your, you know, client base feel they should react and how should they actually react to that type of volatility with their 401k specifically? You know, if you think about it, if you are listening to the show and you are 32 years or younger, there's a darn good chance you've never had money in the market when it's really gone down seriously. I say that because really the last significant decline was the tail end of 2008 and the beginning part of 2009. So roughly nine, 10 years ago, almost, you know, so again, you know, if you were in college during the financial crisis or younger, you may not have experienced what it was like. And so, and really since 2009, 
I mean, there's been a couple blips here and there, but for the most part, it's been fairly smooth sailing. And that is, you know, part of the message I'd like to give to investors is just like, that's not normal. You know, it's we're, we're very fortunate. We'll take it when the market's done as well as it has over the last nine years. But my goodness, please don't expect that that is business as usual. I mean, the, it is absolutely normal for the market to get slaughtered. I mean, if you go back to 1900, on average, the markets, the markets declined at least 5% on average three times a year since 1900. So coming at that from a different angle. Since 1900, about 300, there's been about 350 times where the market has dropped by at least 5%. And so I say that because I want people to know that drops in the market are, are normal. And even here's even a more crazy but true statement. Not only are they normal, they're necessary. Oh, yes, I agree. Yeah. If the market went straight up and had no risk, guess what? you'd have no reward. You'd not get the return of the stock market. The reason why the market has been such a wonderful place to invest over a long period of time, not necessarily in short periods of time, but over a long period of time, most of the time horizons of people's retirement, is because it has been a risky place. And by risky, I mean ups and downs. You've had to ride the ups and downs in the market. Here's another thing that I think is very important for people to take away from this. The stock market is if you're if you're investing in the stock market, I will guarantee that your account value will decline in value from time to time. Guarantee that. Okay, it is impossible for you to invest in the stock market and never have any down periods. There's no there's no amount of quantum computing on planet Earth that that can even figure out how to invest without having a periodic downs in the market. Uh, Warren Buffett, the greatest investor of all time, would say the exact same thing. What ends up happening, though, is people see their account values decline in value, and then they panic. They assume that the sky is falling. They assume that it's going to only get worse, and they go in and they sell. And it's that human act that actually triggers the loss. Markets don't give people losses. Markets give you temporary declines in your portfolio. It takes you going in there, dialing the 1-800 number, get me out, or logging in, or calling your advisor and saying, get me out. Then it becomes a loss. And then we run the risk of you not maybe ever being able to recover from something like that. And so we spend a lot of our time with our clients. Our, I think our median client age at Bloom is about 35 or 36. And so you know, some of those people have been through ups and downs in the market. Maybe maybe last time 08 was around, maybe they didn't have much money. Now they've got a lot more money. And so some of this is just setting expectations that things like what happened earlier this week, although make for great news stories and great headlines, like it's not going to matter 28 years from now that the market was down 1,100 points on February, whatever it was. It's just not going to matter. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today. For anyone who wants to learn more about you and Bloom and everything you're up to, where should they go? The best place to go would be to go to Bloom.com. Bloom is spelled with three O's. B-L-O-O-O-M. Dot com. Yes. Yeah. If you spell it with two O's, you will be at an online cosmetics company. So you know you're going to be in the wrong spot. So uh, Bloom with three O's. And here's one thing I'd like to leave folks with. Any of your listeners that have a 401k. You can go to the Bloom website and in about four minutes, get a 100% free, no strings attached, no obligation, health assessment 
of your 401k. So even before you even make the decision to hire Bloom to, to help you and manage the account for you, everybody should go and get a free health assessment. We will tell you if your allocations are in the right track. And we'll also tell you if we think you've got high hidden fees too. And that is 100% free. If you decide then you're like, you know what, I'd really like Bloom just to take over this thing and manage it for me. You don't have to move your account. We can't move your account. It's got to stay inside your 401k. Our technology will go into your 401k if you hire us. And for $10 a month, likely now less than you're paying for Netflix, you can have a professional service managing your retirement account. So the same thing that I used to do for people with millions of dollars when I'd take over and manage their retirement accounts for them, we have built into software and we can now do that at scale for $10 a month for people as long as you've got a 401k. Awesome. Well, thank you very much. And yeah, free analysis of your account. Nothing to lose. Just a few minutes and a lot to gain. Thank you so much and have a great rest of your day. Eric, thank you. Appreciate it. Well, there's a wrap on another one, ladies and gentlemen. You can find today's show notes at personalprofitability.com slash episode 97. Normally, I try to get you to sign up for something or share something I'm working on right now, but I want to give you a challenge instead because I'm so inspired by 401ks right now. If you have a full-time job where you get a 401k, log in there today and do these few things. First, make sure you are taking at least 100% of your employer match. That's free money. Second, if you're able to, set it up so you can increase your contribution percentage on a regular basis. When I had my last few day jobs, I had the ability to do that and increase my contribution by a percent of my pay on a regular basis. And I set it to go every February because that was the time of year my companies would usually do annual raises if we got one for a cost of living. So rather than take that money and put it back in your pocket, to spend, put it away for the future for your 401k. That's what it's all about. So that is your homework. Thanks everyone for sticking around till the end. And until next time, stay profitable. Stay profitable.